0: Welcome back, Bitcoin Accumulation Country. I'm your host, Coin Icarus. This is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast, sponsored by Crypto Cloaks 3D Printing. Check them out for all your 3D printing needs. That's CryptoCloaks.com. And by Coinbeast, if you are looking to maybe get into mining or you maybe want to understand uh, Bitcoin and taxes, they've got some fantastic references there. That you can go check out. You can schedule a one-on-one appointment with them, or you can just check out the uh, the free resources that they've got. Coinbeast.com, great Bitcoin-only resource. Check them out. All right, guys, this is a great episode with fellow Bitcoiner and pleb. That is very long overdue. I am talking about Viking Hoddle. Um, very cool guy. Always have great conversations. We're going to dive right into it. Here is my chat with Viking Hog. Welcome to the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. I am your host, Coin Icarus, and joining me today is fellow Bitcoiner, uh, longtime Bitcoin friend of mine, and I'm happy that he's joining me on the podcast. And, and I'd say he's a toxic pleb as well. Um, I'm talking about at uh, sorry. It's Viking Hoddle or at BTC underscore Viking. Uh, Viking Hoddle. Very cool for you to join me, my friend.
1: Thanks for having me. It was long overdue.
0: Yes, very long overdue, and it's fantastic. And you know what? It I don't think it could have come at a at a better time because right now there is so much fud, so much bullshit so much weirdness going on uh not just on bitcoin twitter but in the markets and just in you know in the world in general so why not you know it's good to have it's good to have a real conversation with a fellow pleb so we the are same gonna, for me man cool we are gonna get right into mm. it um if you don't mind it's it's customary it's your first time on my uh, on my podcast i i definitely am interested in the viking Hoddle rabbit hole story so if you don't mind, where were you before Bitcoin and how did you get here?
1: Uh, before Bitcoin, I've just been studying brand management and in, in Germany. And then I actually uh, took up my grad school studies in San Francisco for an international marketing master. And that's also when I first time cross bitcoin basically i had to give a presentation about alternative payment rails and and how that could be working in the future and you know what to look out for and uh, for that experiment I, I bought some bitcoin at that time and what well i, I did sorry what? i bought some i bought some bitcoin at like in 2013 14 cool. when when i had to give a presentation so uh yeah that was my first time actually like basically studying it, getting, getting into it, but uh, unfortunately only very shallowly because as we know now, like Bitcoin studies never end, <laughs> you know, so I, I didn't take it serious. It was just my first touch point. And unfortunately I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I was looking for my seed when I got into it in 2018, 17, you know, but yeah. So my rabbit hole story or what I did before that is basically marketing. Uh, I, Coming back to Germany, I was the CMO of a vegan protein company. i like to correct: I, I'm I'm a carnivore today, you know, <laughs> convicted carnivore. Um, but at this point, you know, it's it's a fad, and you're looking for a job. Uh, that that fiat issue, you know, the hamster wheel.
0: <laughs> that's right, exactly. No, but that's I'm sorry, but you, you got to repeat that to me. CMO of a uh, of a vegan yeah. company.
1: Yeah, it's a vegan protein, or better oh, vegan to say, protein. vegan supplement company. You know, we were, uh, one of the first products was protein. Uh, and then we went to tea and bars and oat bars and like whatever you can imagine that a healthy human being shouldn't consume, you know.
0: <laughs> it's it's okay. Those those rashes that you eventually develop on your arm from the grains, that, that's, that, that, that's <laughs> th- th- you know, that's just protection.
1: Yeah. And the feeling <laughs> like without energy all day and having no ideas or like, you know. <laughs> the the power to pull through that all comes with a uh, uh, malnutrition.
0: So uh, you know what? Uh, hold on, before we go on, I just want to, I, because I, I can't help it, right? Like I'm okay. So you you I mean you've listened to me before. I am not a you know one hundred percent carnivore, but I also uh, completely understand and uh, you know believe in um, that certain foods just drain your energies. And so I, I am I am gonna say though, um, you know that. I absolutely find that, you know, heavy pasta, stuff like that, that's totally not really what you want to be eating. Uh, if you want to be like full of energy and everything, (laughs) it's one thing if you want to feel full, you know, like, but it's like, I, to me, like the benefits are limited there.
1: Yes, uh, totally true. Like I always say that too, that, uh, you know, of course carbs and sugars, they, they give you mood swings. It's kind of, kind of, uh, well, if you ever spoke or have like, have had a diabetic around you, it's kind of obvious, you know, they need to, they need to increase the sugar intake, decrease the sugar intake, and they are moody with it. Or like, just someone normal, like in quotation marks, normal around you that, you know, eats a heavy breakfast and has a good mood, then gets tired and then needs something to pick him up again. You know, there is this, this book, is it the, the stone age diet? Uh, I have read that and yeah, it's basically talking about this. I don't know. You you know, just from Alex Gladstein. I don't know. It's it's a it's a awesome resource for everything carnivore you can think about. And uh, my wife also is studying that pretty heavy.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely not opposed. You know, to to reading about it or and and learning about it. Like that's you know that that's just you know that that would just be stupid on my end. Um, but uh, that that first one though, I, I had never heard of. I'm sorry. What could you repeat it? The the stone age diet
1: yeah the stone age diet i think okay. that's the title of the book okay I, I could look it up for you but no no it's all good i'll, I'll take a look okay.
0: yeah i just i, I write uh, essentially like while we're chatting i write notes down uh because a lot of times there'll be points uh, i want to go back to um you know so so that's why yeah. i just yeah i, I had to write that down that, that that's cool i'm gonna look into it stone age diet Okay. So I'm sorry. Uh, Let's continue on. So you were doing the brand, you were doing the, uh, you know, you were in brand marketing and you were working for this, you you were a CMO of this vegan protein company. Exactly. And and how, how does that, how does it go from, from that to, to Bitcoin?
1: Well, actually um, that vegan stuff threw me down this whole, like, read this study and read that study kind of field and I had to uh, watch a lot of uh, content coming from China because that was like one of the selling points. Uh, the people that hired me, you know, they, they basically go through this hiring process and, and t- tell you or want to tell you what to think and, or what to think about, right? And there was this Chinese study going on at this time about how in China there's less cancer. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't probing like the carp intake. they were only focused on on meat versus uh, veggies, basically right um, but of course, Chinese people are eating a whole different range of carbs than a Western person does and today, what we know is i mean it's also i think all in the Stone Age diet, like the Inuit you know the they there are, there are tribes that basically do not suffer from any Western sickness because they only consume meats. And if you get uh, closer to where there's a harbor, uh, you are also getting closer to Western sicknesses like uh, cavities, cancer, uh, and all these things that have to do with basically only the intake of carbs and sugar.
0: That's that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I think there's a big but there's some podcast uh, also with Alex Gladstein where he's only talking about that, but I can't remember who's the host right now.
0: Wow. No, that, that is that is super, super interesting because I, I do um, I, I forget what it was that I read, but there was something specific and we're going to get back into Bitcoin in a second. But for now, I just I'm on this the, the thing about food that, you know, that it's like, you know, people sit there and they don't look at sugar. Uh, you know, or, or salt and fat and and stuff like this as like as drugs, but really it changes the chemistry inside of you. And it also changes the the chemistry in your mind, right? When it's like, when you ingest it and it's very similar to, to drugs. And it's very interesting that we've created this, this artificial distinction, you know, between let's say, you know, sugar and, you know, even illicit drugs. We're not just talking about legal, you know,
1: Pharmac- well you know legal and illegal are concepts of the state right, that's uh, right. that that doesn't really uh, that doesn't really bother me like uh, <laughs> when you go to the supermarket they all they do is selling drugs and put a legal label on it and that's like, right. r- that's all you know like you said you can buy pasta i mean the sweets or you go near the cash register and all the sweets are on like eye level height for children you know uh, they, it's, 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 it's a miracle to me that people just go and think they can buy, it. I mean, you can drink yourself to death legally, you know, just go to the supermarket once. Uh, but I mean, depending on where you are, don't smoke weed, you know, that will kill you.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or, or worse. I mean, I'm totally with, uh, Ron Paul on that, you know, you should do your research. And if you want to consume whatever you want to consume, then you have to spend your money and time on it and you have to deal with the consequences.
0: But you're allowed to eat yourself to death though. That, that you're totally allowed to do. You're allowed to eat yourself to death. You're allowed to smoke yourself to death. You're definitely allowed to drink yeah. yourself to death.
1: That's subsidized by the insurances.
0: Yeah. That, that's all yeah. good. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's frowned upon, but it's all good. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, you you get all your stuff. I mean, I'm in Germany right now we have to have health insurances by law you know but and everybody thinks that's so great but it's just removing responsibility and everybody around you is acting yeah irresponsible if they go you know, so many fat people nobody speaks about obesity diabetes and what comes from it and and they don't even see it you know when they get sick they they don't think oh my immune system is weak it might have to do with the fuel aka food that i put inside my body it it only has to do with you know, an invisible virus that might kill me if I don't wear a mask and I don't get a vaccine. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's it, crazy. It, it is. It is. And, and what's, what's really sickening, right, is when, when you look, okay, I don't know about you guys, okay, but we get bombarded with, um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but when I do, I regret it. Um, but we get bombarded with ads for like all this different medication all the time. Okay. And it's usually like, you know, skin problems and stuff like that. And something that I've noticed, okay. Uh, in my own diet. Okay. I, I began to, I began to experience, like I used to eat oatmeal every morning and I'm not saying that oatmeal is bad. Maybe it has to do with the type of oatmeal that I was eating, whatever. Maybe it needed to be steel cut. I don't know the, (laughs) I I don't know the, the intricacies of it and I'm not going to pretend to. But I'll tell you this, I I began to have rashes, right? Like I began to have like outbreaks of like swelling and rashes, you know, like on my arms and that, you know what? I ended up figuring out myself, like, sure, I could have gone to the doctor and gotten some medication, which causes five other side effects and causes who knows what problems in the future. Or I could examine my diet and figure out what I'm doing wrong myself, which is exactly what I did. Needless to say, it's now like a couple of years later, I don't have these anymore and it's because I cut that out of my diet. I now get fiber from other things, right? From fruit. Yeah. You know, so Um there you go.
1: That's really good for you, you know, like to, I mean that's all the bitcoin ethos is about right now, no? Do your own research.
0: Exactly, you know. And it doesn't mean that you're always going to be right, but like proof is your success. Like this is what people don't understand, you know? It's like, yes. like 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 we're here to learn. Like like we're not just here to, you know, and when I say learn, I mean, you know, not just memorizing other people's bullshit, right? Obviously. We yeah. mean, we we mean like growing in wisdom and learning. Like learning yeah. to be human
1: how can you not know what what that it matters what you put in your body, you know? You, you are what you eat is like some simple truth and it has been told to me while my parents like raised me, but sudden somehow, you know, we all, or a lot of people suffer from this cognitive dissonance where some, somehow sometimes just doesn't seem to matter. You know, like you just said, how can you go to the doctor and just take the medicine that doctor might prescribe you and just go on without changing anything? Like you didn't start... Uh, doing sports and moving you didn't you still only eat what you eat and that made you sick in the first place but but you don't know you take a pill that gives you some other side effect and you take another pill for that and well yeah the insurance will love you (laughs) You
0: exactly exactly like you you know your behavior our behavior matter matters right personal responsibility matters and and at this point, we can, you know, we can flow into that, right? We're talking about being responsible for ourselves, you know, in, in terms of the material world, Bitcoin, right? Like, this is, this is our, you know, it's like, we should be, you know, we should be, uh, educating ourselves properly on food, but at the same time, we should also be educating ourselves properly on, you know, the sound money base so that we can build on it. So, um, Okay, we, we went on about food like crazy and now we're yeah. gonna you know we're we're gonna dive into Bitcoin. Okay, so you did this like you did this presentation on alternative currencies. What were your what I'm very curious, what were your initial thoughts on on Bitcoin?
1: Well, you you gotta know I have a technical background. I was like going to a school that offered me like a coding program and I got deep into computers because I was younger than the rest and you know, like basically one of those people that yeah, inert, you know, staying at home. Screwing around with your own computer and like building your own hardware, and that basically continued after after middle school. I I, I kind of like I didn't go to high. I like in Germany is different. You know, there's something it's called uh, real Schule, which is basically uh, it only has ten grades instead of thirteen. And after the tenth grade, I uh, graduated and I went uh, to learn a job, basically an apprenticeship, and that was informatic information technology so you know i gravitated to that after that job i have to say you know that was kind of the first turning point for me i i hated it i hated (laughs) to sit in an office i hated to to listen all these to all these other people like not knowing what they talk about at this point about computers and you know what they had to use and how complicated it is like typical big office bullshit um, so I went back to school, went to high school and, uh, you know, everything I did always was technical. Uh, even during uni or my brand management studies, I had a scholarship to, uh, build up the server and it, it was a really, 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 uh, new uni, like, you know, private college concept doesn't really exist in Germany at this time. So 2010, 2011 was one of the first and uh, they specialize in branding, and yeah, at this point I got into Apple, so it was really interesting. And I told you, like, uh, I think two years ago we talked about shoes and memor- memorabilia and all yes, that.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so I, I collected Jordans. Uh, <laughs> so I love the
0: old Jordans. I, I, uh, oh my god, the the '80s, like, and the mid '90s versions of the Jordans. Yeah. Oh, sick.
1: Yeah. You know, I only got the remakes, but uh, they are pretty valuable now too. So <laughs> that's okay. I got some sets for it.
0: Even the remakes and, are cool.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, they look the same. The quality is shittier. So like uh, just fiat system, you know? Uh, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I, I gravitated to Bit- towards Bitcoin. It, like I said, it was too hard for me in 2013 during my... Uh, grad school studies to like realize that this is all a sham. I was just too convinced and too high on being there and having like a student visa and, you know, San Francisco in 2013, 2014 was pretty awesome. still. cool. And yeah, I liked it, but, uh, unfortunately then, you know, like I told you, I let it hang a little because at this point I didn't really need to worry about the money. I was just, uh, You know, you are not allowed to work there, but you had to prove that you have a certain amount of money that you're going to spend. That's how America basically makes sure that when you get there, you don't only live well, you you will be spending well. You know, in (laughs) in these cities, you have a lot of opportunity to spend. You have a lot of students around you that are much richer than you are. International uh, master's school or international business school was you know, a crazy Asian rich people arriving, buying cars and all that stuff. That that wasn't me, of course, but um, you're spending money, no matter if it is on like a basketball season ticket or shirts, because you're an international business school and you have to, you know, appear a certain way. Uh, so I was a little blind to that. Um, but in 2017, back in Germany, after the whole vegan company thing or in the middle of it, I met my wife and you know, I was still, I was, I was right then back into Bitcoin uh, and reading about it and studying it further. And then like my wife being from America, um, I met her in Hamburg, Germany. Uh, she was uh, awesome because she gravitated to what I had to say, you know, like that that initial respect you feel for each other and you listen and you try to share everything. And so so we pretty much got into it together, and to be honest, to you, when it clicked for me was when we uh, when we visited uh, her family in in LA, and I kind of realized that everything there is built on that, That all, all yep. these all these families and all these you know wives are just driving the newest, biggest cars. The Tesla Model Three just uh, was kind of released a few months ago, and. You know, stuck in traffic on the 404. You you don't see anything else but brand new cars. Except there's a worker in there. <laughs> if it's a real worker, hard work, you know, concrete laborer, like they they drive old cars. But everybody else is like prepped up on credit, spending money, going to malls. I just was on on vacation, you know. So I'm going to a mall. But that these things are so full, and that everybody's just spending with their credit card, driving big cars. Yeah. Uh, I remember back then, like going back to our Airbnb and uh, stacking.
0: <laughs> I don't blame you, man. And, and you're absolutely right. You know, this is something like the, the consumer, you know, the consumer culture. It's, it's really scary stuff. And, and what's, what what, people, what most people don't know, right? It's, it's like, you know, the, the mainstream media and everything like that, they sell this image of what it's like to be wealthy. Right. And a, and a person that lives well, spends a lot, has a lot of nice things, does a lot of nice, fun stuff. This is the image that they sell. But this yeah. is this is not necessarily a person that's wealthy. That's simply just a person that is costing a lot to live.
1: Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to look successful, to look wealthy, but they are not, you know. Exactly. Like That's the that's the, that's basically what they try. They try to t- cut the corner of putting in the work. Just when I look like it, then I am. That's like fake it till you make it. Just that, uh, like, yeah, most of this maxi consumers are, are trying to do this. Uh, and basically, you know, like they go buy something, put a picture on Instagram, get uh, 10 likes, uh, you know, and think overnight they will make it because that's what Hollywood is selling them. So,
0: so like, and you know what, to your point, uh, you know, a lot of times you, 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 see that, like that pretentious picture, you know, of the, of the guy standing in front of like the Lambo or something like that. Yep. Okay. So to, to anybody that doesn't know this, like, okay, so like I'm 42 and I could tell you when I was in high school, there were already guys that were getting, that were going to like, you know, they, they'd go to like a parking lot, find a really nice car, stand <laughs> in front of it and take a picture. <laughs> oh shit and like this is like we're talking like over 25 30 years ago it like but back then you know it was like a an old porsche you know or something like that and everyone was like oh my god that's your car you know so so this is not a you know this isn't a new trick you know <laughs> it's just like yep. it's the it same trick it, over and over again
1: this is it exactly i mean uh, the same here hamburg is one of uh, i think germany's city with the most millionaires um and you see it everywhere. You can go to some casino or whatever here, and in front of it will be like three Lambos parked that are actually rented by the casino. I know because my father was working in one. Uh, <laughs> they rent these things, put them out in front, and, you know, they attract a lot of wealthy people trying to play, you know, or or put one of these cars in the middle of some room and, you know, at, at, nowhere it says you can win this car or something. It just, like, totally, like, fuels the greed, you know? But do
0: you see like, doesn't that like, I mean, what a scam, right? Everything is, I'm sorry to say it, but so much stuff is just such a marketing charade. It's such a scam.
1: Everybody's a scammer. I mean, that's why I really took like a dislike to to, to, like branding, uh, branding or marketing for some time, you know, and and was really looking for the distance. And yeah, in 2018, I think that was the point when I started basically just uh, studying Bitcoin full time. So I was in a position then because I uh, uh, sold my I was paid in shares from the company and I sold all my stuff. So uh, I was able to do that.
0: So because you're coming from this branding background, I'm very curious. What do you think of Bitcoin's branding? Right. I mean, it's got no marketing department or anything. Um, you know, like I was pretty
1: allergic to like Dan Held and stuff bringing up <laughs> these marketing funnels, you know. And uh, Bitcoin needs this and that. I mean, uh, can't say he's not doing great work there at Kraken, you know, trying to onboard a lot of people and all that. But but that's what it is. I think it it is less marketing. It is more, you know, in Bitcoin, it's better to to create something, right? To <clears throat> create onboarding rams and all this i think the marketing for example uh bitco is one of the biggest uh like he's not a marketing person but he creates likable graphics and yes. likable things around bitcoin you know stuff that we all relate to and gravitate to no matter is it, if it's like a cyber hornet or i think he has this cool mining hut right now and he's doing it. Uh, he's just been I think he's been hired by Bitcoin Magazine to do stuff for the conference and stuff. Yes. So I don't really know if if Bitcoin itself needs marketing. All these companies that are in Bitcoin are creating marketing for the company, right? And and with that, they're, of course, advertising their unit of account. I mean, have you seen uh, the last video, uh, Macro Minds with uh, Ross Stevens, just been like, Oh yeah. on Twitter today yeah, yeah. and yesterday, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been blowing up on Twitter. I've only seen segments of it, but yes, continue.
1: I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you should watch the whole thing. I, I wish I, I, uh, I wouldn't have watched it yet, you know, just to watch it again for the first time because it, it, it is crazy. It is, I don't think Bitcoin specifically needs marketing, you know, or, or are you talking about something specific? Did you have something in mind?
0: Um no not really just just in general you know like it's like i i often sit there and i i think about you know i i think about the fact that this this thing exists that is owned by everyone and owned by no one um that has this logo that we all just generally accept with a color scheme that we just generally accept um but we could change it into whatever we want but we just choose not to
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and i just i i find it uh i I just find it very interesting that like you know like it uh it takes on a life of its own it makes me think of uh it makes me think of the 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 nike swoosh you know and stuff like Mm -hmm. that you know like the 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 swoosh anywhere you see it like you it just automatically has uh a connotation in your mind you know and it's the same thing it's like bitcoin is just it, it it's like this perfect i find it's this perfect branding that is like not too exciting, but it's also not dull. And it's, I don't know, it's just noticeable.
1: Yeah, you I know, I think, I think what I would say is uh, Bitcoiners to Bitcoin, shit corners to marketing, you know?
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, talking about Bitco, let's give him a shout out, right? Uh, go to, you know, uh, BIT. I think it's uh, B I T. Ko.cc. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And he does. Obviously, he did. He does my fun with Bitcoin podcast logo. He did our Simply Bitcoin logo and he does my personal avatar as well. I, I love his work and I completely agree um, with what you said about his marketing. I his 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 style reminds me a lot of the graffiti artists that I grew up watching when yeah. in, in the mid 90s. Um, so as soon as I saw his art and his Bitcoin work, I, I was immediately drawn in and I was like, yeah, you like every, anything that I want made, I'm going to get it made by you as long as I could afford it, you know? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. That's
1: one point, right? That's but, okay. uh, but he's a, he's a really great guy. Yeah, I, I was, he is. Uh, I was lucky enough to meet him personally at the lightning conference in Berlin, 2019, I think. And uh, we hung out a little, and he also gave me one of those pictures he made. You know, I got the one that says, uh, uh, "Only keep money in fear that you're willing to lose." Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I think uh, we we text every day. So I can just say he's a really good guy. You know, keeping close to the to the ground always, and it, like just just stand up guy.
0: I totally and, agree.
1: And his graphics reflect that, you know, and his work. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. I a hundred percent agree. You know, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a pleb and a totally awesome artist. Um, so I want to go back to something you were just talking about though. You, you, you mentioned one of my favorite topics to shit on the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the funnel. Um, I, I don't, you know, I was talking about this on a podcast that I was on a couple of days ago. I, I don't, I don't even think that the funnel exists. The more I interview people, the more I interview Bitcoiners, the, the more I realize that that whole funnel idea is just completely full of crap because people get like, look, you just told me your, your rabbit hole story and it had nothing to do with listening to some fucking bullshit, you know, from somebody selling you, uh, some stupid Bitcoin service, you know, you, nah. fa- you found it because you had to do a project on it. There's a, I spoke to Patrick, the motorist, he, he got freaking orange pilled uh, by the YouTube algo. Because he was searching for right? As an accident, okay. Yeah. Like, there's, there's other people, you know, people like me, like, it's like, I didn't listen to a podcast or anything like that. Like, I genuinely felt I needed internet money to do a, a, a transaction. So I came to it from medium of exchange. And the more Bitcoiners I speak to, the less I think that all that funnel stuff is relevant. So I think these guys created this funnel narrative to make themselves relative.
1: Yeah, you know, that's what marketing does, right? I think what's also interesting about that is that I personally, I, I do not go out and wear anything Bitcoin-related, right? Because I do not want uh, anybody to know. I yep. don't want to be wrench-attacked wrench and I don't want to be asked the questions when I'm out there. Agreed. So uh, I don't really think that's it. It's, what it is, Is just, it's decentralized marketing, something we haven't seen before, you know? It's not like people going out with like, bigger than ever adidas logo on their pants or shirts it's it's just you it's just you pseudonymous online you know like talking about content it's just content and that's the best marketing for bitcoin
0: i totally agree
1: i mean you of course you you do all this work you you're a podcaster and I think that's, that's the marketing Bitcoin needs, you know, just, just like destroying the FUD and filling all these knowledge gaps with, with the knowledge that's necessary, you know, knowing is owning more than ever before now.
0: Speaking of FUD, speaking of FUD, you know, we're going to we're going to dive into this. What, what, what the hell is what, what, what is wrong with Elon Musk? <laughs> right. Like, what, yeah. is, what, what is wrong with that person? And, and why does everything have to be a sociopathic challenge? Of everyone, let's pay attention to me. I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm uh, I'm poisoning the well with my own, uh, you know, like with my own views on this. But what, what are your thoughts on on what's going on with that? And just j- just in general, right? Like, what, what are your thoughts on on what Elon Musk is doing? Is he? Do you think he's a net positive for Bitcoin? Is he a net negative for Bitcoin? Does it really not fricking matter? Which is mostly my take. <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, what like, are your thoughts? I mean. It matters in a way where you see weak hands being shaken out, right? Yes. And people that really just, I mean, he has a big fellowship, you know, like people that just love what he's doing. And and even there, like they don't stumble over their own stupidity. Like imagine this guy yeah, has has a company called Tesla that he didn't found. Uh, I think that guy was called, uh, his name is Mark Eberhardt and he was like, the initial founder and inventor be, behind the Tesla Roadster Yep, and the technology. So uh, Elon Musk just voted him out, just like Steve Jobs was voted out, out of Apple. And I mean, since then, the company wasn't, isn't making any profits. And, and, and the biggest joke for me about uh, Elon Musk is that at the same time where he like is pushing this green narrative with uh, Teslas that he isn't selling, um, he invents some reusable rocket boosters and is being celebrated by the same people for it. I mean, he's not <laughs> using electricity to fire those up. You know, there's no catal- catalyst in between the rocket and the booster to like, you know, keep the air clean or something. He is burning jet fuel, you Man. know?
0: <laughs> it's, you know, look, it's, it's just, it's unicorns, okay? It's unicorns and fairies. This is all powered by pixie dust yep you know
1: so so i think it, it is kind of weird and especially when you think about like how how car batteries are built that they need this cobalt that is only like really in the congo and children are being sent down those mines and i mean you you can look at all this online you know you, you even find it on on censorship youtube you know that's right uh, so i i really wonder what did he want to sabotage himself with this tweet or you know he he still has it uh, on his balance sheet, and he, after, two weeks after buying Bitcoin, it turns out that he didn't do any research. That he bought it, and, and then now he's pushing some, some uh, like fat narrative about energy usage. That is just the point of Bitcoin. You know, you, you secure the network with energy, with work that is being done to be able to mine Bitcoin, secure the network. You know. Put these transactions in a, in a in a block or like actually time chain. I recently found out blockchain is actually a word that was coined by a miner uh, by a banker. So try to use time chain more. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, that, yeah, it, it just makes him so uh, like unrelatable. You know, like yeah. even if you, I mean, I I really took my issues with him before, and especially that green narrative about Tesla. You know, that he he would never say that everything that Tesla is, is basically afforded by fossil fuels, you know, like the only reason that something like this exists is that we have that other system, right? It is not, it's not trying to obsolete cars. He's not trying to build drones or something. It's, it is just the same system, you know?
0: That's right. And not, Uh, oh, sorry.
1: Go on. No, no. No, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I just wanted to say like, I don't know, but Buckminster Fuller was it who said it that you cannot really fight, uh, the issues of a uh, existing reality within that system. So, yes, this guy has no idea.
0: It's it's very interesting, right? Because I and I find it incredibly hypocritical, and this is why I'm I'm always very like on the fence about any of this stuff, because human beings, we're just hypocrites by nature. Okay, so so he's sitting there and talking about fossil fuels. So so am I to understand like are are we to understand that it's okay? it's completely okay to poison small villages and enslave children to mine cobalt, right? That's, that's perfectly, that's okay for the environment. So the environmentalists are very much are very much about saving the earth, but it's okay to enslave children and to make them work in these labor camps in order to have this green future.
1: Well, only if subsidized by the government, right? Oh,
0: yes. No, of course. Of course, everything is subsidized (laughs) by the good, the good, trustworthy, transparent government, right?
1: I mean, in (laughs) Berlin, in Berlin, they just like basically like cut down a forest for him to build his giga factory, you know, that isn't working and that won't work the way he wants to. It's just crazy. For what, you know? For what did they do that? As if Teslas are made... Like, you know, the production of a Tesla doesn't only happen on renewables. It can't. They need a cheap and reliable energy source like every other industry. So,
0: and not to mention also, right, and this is the best part, I find it very ironic that all these people that cheer for all of these recyclable plastics do people realize that plastic is oil based, petroleum based? I don't think so. I, I it's I, like I, it's it's remarkable. Like you realize those are fucking fossil fuels, right?
1: <laughs> I have had this discussion online with a few Tesla <laughs> fanboys. You know the, no. the Twitter stupidity cycle. It's and like, at the end, you just like you shake your head and you just have to quit Twitter for two days. You know.
0: <laughs> I, it's I, I find it so remarkable. It's like so we're sitting here, we're we're using plastics, okay? And 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 the best thing that you just said, right? They're cutting down, they're cutting down forests to build the gigafactories what are they building these gigafactories out of is it all re is is it all like uh, you know what i mean is is it is it all just fairies and it's like trees that turn into yeah. buildings or something like and it's i i'm sorry but the this is to me like these are people huffing their own farts and pretending that it's like some kind of like wisdom it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen
1: it's like it's like buying solar panels from from china you know (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) exactly how are they getting it here
1: no no how are they getting it here how do they the, the energy used to produce these ever cheaper becoming like solar panels that's that's all at the cost of coal all at the cost of fossil fuels of any kind you know uh, people don't think. I mean, did you did you read, uh, uh, you know Alex Epstein, the, the moral case for fossil fuels?
0: Uh, I haven't read that one yet.
1: Okay, that, that's okay. But he also has uh, a website. I, I, I happen to tweet that out regularly. It's uh, energytalkingpoints.com. And he actually was standing in front of the Supreme Court on the 19th of May giving a testimonial. And, you know, a few cool points of this is like how he how he describes that the West is basically uh, taking itself hostage for China. You know that we just stop yes. producing energy and consuming it, while China doesn't even commit to anything. I mean, uh, imagine the first one of the first things Biden does when he comes into office is signing up to the Paris Climate Agreement. Basically, like you know, fucking the whole US with with a signature. Yeah. Uh, and now and now, like the whole the whole thing doesn't work out anymore. The energy industry is. Uh, you know the whole issue with the pipeline and all that it all happens at the same time i don't you know i don't believe in coincidences like that Oh no, and, me neither. yeah what i wanted to say though is that uh alex Epstein just to, to to have a few numbers here uh they they built uh coal plans to add 38 gigawatt alone last year they're planning to add another 247 gigawatt uh over the next year in coal and fossil fuels, you know, and these plans are all designed to last outlast another 40 years. And then they actually announced another 25-year contract with Iran to import fossil fuels. And for that, they're building out 15,000 miles of pipeline. That's halfway around the world, Holy you know? And, and yes, and meanwhile, the West is like, yeah, let's all drive electric cars, but uh, do not produce the energy i mean this is a brain fart in itself and i'm in the middle of it germany is one of the worst (laughs) countries when it comes to it we have energy prices of 36 cent for a kilowatt hour
0: Oh my
1: god there is no bitcoin mining here you know there is no no future
0: (laughs) holy shit yep 36 cents a kilowatt hour okay that's like more than that that's like more than double what i'm paying
1: Yeah. I mean, like, what is it in Texas right now? Eight, eight to 10 cents.
0: Yeah. A dollar
1: cent, you know? Yeah. That's also, yeah.
0: It's, oh my gosh. I mean like, and and you're absolutely right. You know, we're, we're sitting here. It's, I I find it. Okay. So this will be very controversial. Right. But like we, I have always found this right. Like for some reason it, you know, like Westernized countries, like we bend over for, for, for other, for other countries But yet those countries themselves don't end up following the same rules, which which to me, like makes no sense. Like people don't realize like you would go to those countries and your way of living would not be tolerated. But those people come here and you're a fucking, you know, you're a racist if you don't tolerate them. So it's like it's very it's I, I find it all again. It's very hypocritical. It is this politics of division. okay. this, this, this whole, like, mindfuckery, okay? And, and it, it makes us into, like, these these confused people that, to your point, we're sitting here consuming and strangling ourselves while other countries are sitting there building the infrastructure that is going to power the future that we are going to be stuck relying on.
1: Yeah, we're going to be serfs. Yeah. Effectively serfs. That's yep. right. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you know, the U.S. debt clock? .org. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they have this energy output uh, overview. I don't know if you know that. Like, you can scroll to the bottom, and then they have a little bit more, like uh, mortgage loan calculator, gold, precious metals, and also the uh, world energy consumption output. Yeah. Yeah, and you can just watch China, you know, taking the lead, producing almost double the energy the U.S. does, and then there's somewhere Germany in the eighth position. That's not moving, you know? It's yeah. it's It's back to the cave. And then, some I don't know if you have seen that, but Pope the Pope tweeted out I that. Saw. <laughs> oh my! Like, what the fuck is the Pope saying? And what does he have to do with technology? It's the Church. I think we all were like agreeing just before that tweet that the Church has nothing to do with technology. You know that their newest technology is the condom. You know.
0: So this is the, this is like interesting, right? We have this ever increasing confusion. Right? We have all these increasing viewpoints. Like, why why does it matter what an athlete thinks about patriotism? You know, like I think it's just our
1: brain, no? N- n- like n- trying to make it easy.
0: I, I think it's like, you know what? I'm reading the book The Madness of the Crowds right now and, and, and I, I think it's I, I think we're I think we're all being manipulated. That's that's really what I think. I think we're all being manipulated into being confused so that other changes can take place without our meddling. Um because the you know I, I find it very curious. Like growing up, I never saw any of this shit. An athlete shut yeah. they, they they shut their mouths and they played the game. That's what you're paid to do. You're not paid, no no one's no one gives a fuck about your views. No one cares about what you think about God or religion or the state or anything. You are paid to throw and catch a ball. That's what you do. At work, I'm technical support. I'm not paid to give my religious views to the customers or tell yeah. them or tell them about how I feel about the state or the economy. Yeah. I'm, I'm paid to provide a service of technical support. And that's what I do, you know? And it's, this goes back to the Pope. You're there to talk about fucking God. Talk about God. No, nobody, no, yeah. nobody gives a shit about your environmental takes.
1: Especially yeah. <laughs> when you just get behind it. And you, you, you know, like there's always these A and B reason for people to be against Bitcoin. And that's, that's either like, you don't understand the technology or you are too invested in the fiat system. And when you think of the Vatican being like one of the biggest real estate holders in the world, biggest gold holders in the world, then then that makes sense, you know. But but people are not making this connection because that's nothing that they usually do in their everyday life. It's it's it's, it's it's crazy. And like you just said, these, these stars or celebrities or athletes, usually they would stay away from making such a bold st- uh, statement because what they want to protect is their public image. But it seems now they're getting so greedy that they say everything for a million bucks. I mean, LeBron James going out there oh, with God. a book about Malcolm X or whatever, obviously haven't read shit uh, and still making the statement. So he gets along with the mob. <laughs> I mean, Colin Kaepernick was, I think, adopted and raised uh, in a rich family, uh, nothing <laughs> to miss ever. You know, that's that's so we- That's so strange. But nobody talks about Morgan Freeman going, uh, like, on TV and saying, like, let's refer to each other as men. There's nothing like systemic racism. You know, that video never made it in the news.
0: No. No, of course not. Like, that that's the thing, right? Like, the actual truth is being silenced while... While the you know the the division creating narrative is being amplified.
1: Yeah, exactly what you said. You like, know? that's the manipulation.
0: It's it's a total manipulation, and if you dare if you dare to speak truth, then you are then, then you are a hater. And you know what? It's very it's it's very delicate, right? Because the wording is done on purpose. Look at the words that are used, right? Like, like, for example, you know, like social justice, right? Like, if you use yeah. the word social justice, if you are against any part of it or disagree with any part of it, then you are against justice.
1: Except for the it, controlled opposition, right? You know they always I mean? stand at both sides of the tennis court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally know what you mean.
0: It's, it's psychotic. I mean, this is like, this is crazy. Like, people, people soon will not be able to speak. And if you ask me, that is exactly the intention.
1: I mean, that's why they make them wear masks, right? <laughs> that's the first point. Like, you wear a mask, and no matter how you feel, no matter what you say, another person can't hear slash interpret what you are actually meaning.
0: Very interesting.
1: Yeah, that's, that's just what happens right now. When I go to a store, like, these people are usually just scared or uh, afraid to move too close to someone because they assume that you follow the public narrative. So, so, so it kind of feeds itself, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's something else I don't get. Like, it's like, I, you know, I I mean, this whole situation in the last year and a half has been absolutely disgusting and confusing to say the least. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're changing your social behaviors and stuff like that. Like you, you bump into people that you've, you know, haven't seen in a while that you normally saw every day. Like you won't shake their hands. You won't you know, like all of a sudden, you're not standing too close for fear of something. Yep. It's it's so, but not
1: because you don't want it, or no. because of some some virus. It is because you think they might be into that. You know. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it's like a self fulfilling uh, um, a pro- prophecy.
1: Yep, like yeah. this really weird feedback cycle. But yeah. to get back to Elon, I just wanted to say that I think. Uh, what that's exactly what he's doing, right? He's being used as a player on that oh, um, yeah. on that chess field or chess board because it wouldn't make sense for him to say anything like that. I mean, like, of course he is a rent seeker. He basically what what did uh, din say? He said it so well, like a corporate whore uh, uh, who's yeah, just, just just praying to the to the to his overlords to get more money. And you know that might be China, that might be America, that might be both. You know, and they don't like to see him like someone they give, you know, they print that money and they give it to companies like Apple and Tesla because they are generating profits and, and payback that uh, the normal tax money or a normal taxpayer couldn't. So so that's what it is, right? I mean, the German government bought Lufthansa, like gave them a billion bucks. And instead of using that for all the employees and stuff, the the, the, the CEO and stuff gave themselves big bonuses and, and the company's bankrupt again, you know? And now, now it's uh, not privatized anymore. And now it's, now it's a state company, you know? I, I feel it's so close to a George Orwell's like, oh yeah, we are building planes. We invented planes, you know?
0: Absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. And to your point about that, um, in Canada, specifically in Quebec, there's Bombardier, okay? And Bombardier is one of those companies, right? That is pretty much almost entirely subsidized by the government, but it's a publicly traded company. What's the fucking point? Uh, they never have to. Yeah, they never have to earn a penny. They never yeah, have to provide any value. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's like this uh, corporatism where they say, "Hey, like we give that company as much money as we can print, and, and they keep all the profits for themselves." But hey, when they get in debt, that will be socialized, right? That's that's in the Bitcoin. That's Genesis block. Like Chancellor on the brink of second bailout. There are a few companies that are like they say too big to fail, but it's 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 corporatism. It's fascism, corporatism.
0: Yes, that's what it is. You know what? It's interesting. the The term "too big to fail" that's complete nonsense. The you know what? The first time I ever heard it, the only thing that I I I, I heard back was "too big to bail." You know, like, uh, yeah. like that—that's really the truth. It's like if you're that fucking big, okay, and and it's that destructive, then number one, you're incompetent, and we shouldn't keep you going. <laughs> Okay. Yep. And number two, we've clearly made a horrible freaking mistake and we need to figure out what it was.
1: Yeah. That's the only thing I was agreeing about with, uh, with Shamad, you know? Yeah. Like uh, before he turned out to be like super leftist, we went on TV and said, yeah, let these companies fail. I mean, honestly these are companies that make millions and supposedly billions of profit no matter how you know if it's by if it's by government subsidies whatever but like and then they can't make or build reserves that keep them afloat in months where it doesn't work out i mean i mean this all shouldn't exist and uh, for example a company like tesla that doesn't make any profit like yeah we gave them the run right Uh, we we Like customers of Tesla pay a thousand buck reservation fee for for a car that doesn't exist yet. And that guy just runs off with that money and produces some prototype, increases the price because he isn't able to keep it again, even though it's subsidized. And then somehow he's being celebrated as the hero genius. Just for what?
0: It's ridiculous. For what?
1: Yeah, it's totally ridiculous. Which, which genius, inventor, billionaire uh, goes on SNL, you know? You know what? Speechless.
0: I, I, I totally agree. And you just made me think, it, it would be like us celebrating every person who didn't invent something, right? Yep. It's like, there you go. And, and actually, I wanted to go back to a point that you made about, about Elon. What people a lot of people don't realize is that PayPal... PayPal was a piece of crap when he was there, and they got rid of him to start making money and to start being profitable and to start providing value to their customers yeah. and shareholders. So a lot of people sit there and think, like, you know, because he put out this stupid tweet about, you know, I know something about money. <laughs> you know, because I saw of, that. <laughs> what a putz. It's like, you know, again, this is that that stupid, you know, he sounds he sounds, he honestly sounds like every other talking head that showed up in bitcoin that wants to credentialize themselves and signal those credentials you need to sit down and shut up and listen to me because i'm this smart
1: yeah i mean unfortunately a lot of bitcoiners fell for it no like uh, when he got into bitcoin he was uh, then a lot of people came up with the argument or now if you introduce bitcoin to your friends just say or who are you to not be in bitcoin when the richest smartest man in the world is you know
0: Yeah, I I don't know who the hell thinks he's the smartest.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there seem to be a lot, you know, but uh, yeah, that that totally, I I was bothered by that.
0: Oh my God, man, this was absolutely, absolutely insane. I feel like the last three weeks, like ever since the, so, you know, we hit like the the 64k, uh, I think it was like 40 days ago or something or 35 days ago, I'm not sure exactly. And I, mm-hmm. I swear in the last like thirty days or whatever it is there has been such a deterioration of signal and an amplification of noise it's unreal.
1: I mean Bitcoin is right now as we speak at thirty three k right it's a perfect yeah. stacking stacking price. Uh, but uh, but what's I mean what's always exciting to me is to see how everybody every other or every crypto actually is bleeding out just bleeding. Oh right? yeah. That's that's amazing. I love this reset. I think that's why we are all can be so confident saying yeah, drop it to 25k. I don't care. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin, you know, hard cap.
0: Exactly. I I couldn't give a shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. But it obviously sucks, right? Because you, you, you know, people like the the number go up. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I can buy more Bitcoin with less shitty fiat, I am going to take that. Yeah, you it's know? just noise. Yeah, it is. It's it's all just noise and it's and it's fantastic for those of us for those of us that are paying attention for those of us that are paying attention to the actual development and the ecosystem and the signal. We're not we're not sitting here stressing. We're not sitting here freaking out. It's it's the people it's the people that are strictly here for the, you know, for the the market cap and the numbers. Those people are stressing because it's not following the chart. It's not following the pretty patterns that he's paying a subscription for, and and that's not right.
1: Oh yeah, that's the best paying a subscription for, yeah. Rip. <laughs> totally, totally true.
0: Freaking, I, I gotta say it now because I'm talking about the paid subscriptions. Rip, Raul. Good job yeah. getting everybody into ETH, buddy. Way to go. <laughs>
1: Drop below two k, awesome, <laughs> and not even that. You know, it's just like there has been so much issuance. I mean, if you like measure one ether to one bitcoin, then I don't know, like what is that? That's that's nothing. You know, that's that's laughable. It's not even seven percent. It's like probably down to six.
0: Yeah, this is. It's just. I'm sorry. Go on.
1: No, it's, it's. I just wanted to say it's disgusting. These people are disgusting. To to just you know, they just want to do this fiat system all over. Like, I mean, what's the fucking purpose of any cryptocurrency if, you know, if it's not Bitcoin? There is no purpose. Like, they all think they get into something and they get out and what, what they get is more dollars. They don't even understand the underlying issue of the whole thing. And, and that's the problem. And, and people like, I mean, Elon Musk would have had the chance to, to fill it with some knowledge, you know, but they decide not to. It's, it's just it's a decision they make because they have too much to lose.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, and again, you know, go, going back to this, you know, this whole thing, it's like, why would you want to recreate this system again? Anyways, this is a, it's, it's you know, it's a completely awful system that just benefits yep. a very small portion of people.
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's only if it worked out for you it's basically like uh, I, I read that recently on bitcoin magazine They're in. they have been increasing the the quality and frequency of the articles i have to say and they uh recently had like an article that it also said uh, about warren buffett and charlie munger you know because they had their worst moment recently and we're just talking out of their asses uh oh shit what did i want to say
0: i hate it when that happens it's the worst uh Uh. charlie munger and warren buffett they were talking out of their asses bitcoin magazine article yeah 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 Ah, i hate it when that happens (laughs) ah it's the worst that's okay that's okay
1: it was about something you said though
0: ah see
1: and i don't even remember what i said so that's okay (laughs)
0: uh
1: but uh, they just said oh that's what it is uh They're so deep invested in it right it's it's like if you bet on the last Super Bowl for the Florida Buccaneers to win, would you tell anybody else to bet on the other team?
0: No, of course not. Yeah,
1: that doesn't make sense, right? So, so we shouldn't we shouldn't listen. We should just stick to do our research. I mean, like you said, if you understand the fundamentals, if if there is no nothing going on like a bug or whatever, you know, then Bitcoin will be going up forever, and. Uh, the rest is just noise. I mean, I don't I'm not even sure like if you could Bitcoin if you if you can measure Bitcoin in Fiat terms in the future, you know. It's just it's just safe or you can be assured that if you build something and you put out work and we're in a hyper inflationary uh, environment and all the currencies are just being debased by the governments at will, or we installed a social credit system with the whole corona vaccine bullshit, you know then then everybody who creates a share would sell it for a set more than for a thousand bucks you know
0: yeah i you know what i want to go back to something that that you said um when we were talking about you know we're talking about uh uh ethereum and and shit like that and and the market cap right the you know like the people were sitting there I, i don't know this has kind of to do with the with the fud right um you know how the uh, the Bitcoin, um, you know, people sit there and they, they FUD the market cap and they say, look, ETH is at uh, 84% of the Bitcoin market cap or 70% mm. or whatever it is. Okay. So this is the thing. I never understood this. If you value ETH against BTC, the in, in the in in the last cycle, it made it up to 12% of a Bitcoin. In this cycle, it didn't. I think it made it up to like eight. Yeah. Okay. That's nothing. Like people, people, and this goes back again, right? To This goes back to what you said about people wanting to make the current system, you know, the new system, the old system. Yeah. All they're doing is valuing it against fiat. And they're sitting there and they're thinking that this thing is growing. It's not, it, it's, it's an illusion.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's inflation. Yeah. That's it's it inflationary is. growth. It's what they. But the, but the trick is, you know, they have been teaching us and everybody in the public schools that this is growth, like the amount of money somehow rises, and that's some uh, economical growth. Like how that, that doesn't make sense, you know. And I can't wait for an environment where that is not interpreted as growth anymore, and and some g and some country is not me- like measured upon its GDP that you know that's defined by inflationary money growth and. It doesn't matter i mean like if everybody's happy when you go to the bakery and get some bread or buy a chair and, and they are happy with what they're getting then then growth is not measured by the amount of money in the system you
0: know yeah. i i i man I, I entirely agree and you're also making me think of um uh, what i also don't like is another artificial uh, another i i think like a bullshit number that means nothing right it means nothing to our quality of life it means nothing to what's truly important about living is the consum- the, um, our consumer, uh, like, uh, I don't think, I don't know uh, the exact uh, metric, but it's essentially, I think it's our consumer index, how much we consume. You know, like when they, oh, yeah. when they come out with the numbers about, you know, like how the Christmas sales were, how the Thanksgiving sales were and all of this stuff. Like, think about it. We, we determine the health of our system by how much useless crap we buy and sell.
1: Yeah, thank you Maynard Keynes, right?
0: Right? Like, think about that. (laughs) Like, 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 think about that. None of that determines any true quality of life, right? It doesn't determine any kind of mental health quality, any of the stuff that truly matters. It doesn't- Actually the
1: opposite, no? Like the more shit you own, the more like problems you probably have.
0: That's right. That's right. I I agree. I agree with that. I think that, you know, it's like, again, you should own things that you enjoy that make you happy. But we've come to the point now where hoarding is, you know, that that's the normal.
1: Yep. I mean, I see, I see it like, you know, I I have a sister and uh, she, she doesn't like to make her research. Let's say it this way. (laughs) And every time I hear or see something, she has something new, like shoes, jacket, this and that, you know, I just stack sets.
0: Exactly. You know? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I. You know, My life is simple. <laughs> exactly. You know, stack it for something that really matters and that's going to, you know, truly benefit, you know, you and your family.
1: Yep. You know, like everything else is, is the past, you know, like it just wears off and you don't, you don't, there's just so much stuff you don't need that you realize or that I realize, since I'm a Bitcoin, like, no matter if it's the sneaker collection or the newest phone or all that stuff, you know, it just it just doesn't matter.
0: No, exactly. It's it's all just it's all just brainwashing, right? It's like this is the, and this goes back to the beginning of our, our conversation. When we watch TV, they they try to teach us how to be right they try to teach us like everything all the all the media outlets are are teaching us that like this is how wealthy people live this is how wealthy yep. people spend money you know this is like look you know somebody with you know, you know somebody who's successful drives this car wears this watch uses <laughs> this cologne you know like it's all man it's it's all an orchestrated story
1: you yeah know? what else are the kardashians about right yeah <laughs>
0: that's a total waste of time. (laughs) But again, right. As you're wasting time on that, you're not spending time on increasing on, on increasing your knowledge, developing, developing wisdom, you know, creating long lasting relationships, possibly having a family, right. You know, doing all of the things that really matter, that really improve your life instead are replaced with confusing fluff. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. The you things know? that really matter somehow just happen to people now. Oh know? yeah. And and the rest the rest matters. Like I mean in Germany you have a health insurance and you just get it get pregnant like I have had friends you know they they were on the same track like my me and my wife at one point like we're very much about building our future. You know, right now, I told you, I'm trying to uh, migrate to the U.S. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we have a plan laid out. We don't want to have children before I'm 35. She's, uh, she would be 34 then. And until then, you know, we, we, we're just stacking. We're sacrificing. We're trying to get our nutrition in order. By the way, one name there, Amber O'Hearn when you want to watch something about carnivoric diet and mood swings of carbs and stuff, Amber O'Hearn has a lot of Ted talks and all these things. I I don't like Ted talks, but, but she's really, she's really good. She knows what she's talking about. And yeah, so they just one night before the birthday got drunk, you know, how you make babies (laughs) and then were pregnant. And from that point on, nothing else Nothing else mattered. It, it just happened. And now it's fine that it happened. And they don't have any savings. They don't have anything to just fall back on the German government, basically, you know, paying for you getting pregnant, getting a child, like basically giving birth to a, to a child of the system. You know, you, will, you from that point on, you will never be able to make it without the system. And, and who's paying for that? Everybody who by law is paying for health insurance
0: future listen it's future tax cattle right
1: yes like this it's is exactly domesticated
0: you know future tax cattle and unfortunately it's also future and th- this is the thing that people don't realize is is that it creates a certain type of voting narrative going forward as well right yep. so you could always ensure that a certain segment of the population is going to feel a certain way about specific things that are needed over and over again to carry out the plans
1: I mean, if you're paying people to not work, then you can count on them voting for the party that gives them more money to not work.
0: Thank you. And and,
1: (laughs) and the more people it will be, the more people will select this party, you know, it's all the same In, in the end, like they're just buying votes and at one point like 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 the whole world is in right now right so much debt that we just have to keep inflating we can never pay it back nobody can and it's screwed and this is why we bitcoin that's right we we want out of it and we don't want anything to do with this irresponsible behavior towards life nature whatever it is you know
0: this is exactly right then this is exactly why we bitcoin eric man we have been going for over an hour, you and I, and I just, I'm gonna, we're gonna wrap it up. So tell me, uh, any final thoughts for the
1: listeners? Thank you for having me, bro. It was Dude. an awesome talk. I uh, I hope we can talk some more soon. And yeah, for the listeners, just keep stacking, keep holding. Like Bitcoin is fine. If you have any question, my DMs are open, you know? And yeah,
0: keep it up. Cool. We are gonna put... We are going to put Viking Hoddle's uh, contact details in the show notes. Dude, thank you so much for joining me. This was epic. You're welcome, man. Thank you. Very cool. I hope everybody enjoyed my chat with Viking Hoddle. His contact details will be in the show notes. And of course, if you want to reach me, Telegram or Twitter, I'm at CoinIcarus. If you want to shoot me an email, I am CoinIcarus at funwithbitcoin.com. Thank you all for listening. Catch you all next time.